uh, entertainment update from my husband on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Um, my husband texted me in the break. I caught two minutes of the Drew Barrymore show. It's awful. So. Thanks, Matt. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Matt Lindstrom. Uh, you know, if you want to know more about what my husband thinks about daytime TV, you can listen to us and we'll tell you. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask everybody, though, the following question. Is re-gifting okay? How do you feel about re-gifting? 651-641-1071. And I would like for you to think of every angle of re-gifting. Is it okay to re-gift? How do you feel when you've been the recipient of a re-gift? Is re-gifting okay? 651-641-1071. So um, here's why I'm asking. There's a survey that's been done, and this was it was done in Great Britain, so it's they're the same as we are. They just <laughs> say things cuter. <laughs> and um, with more use. Yes, exactly. 57% of people say re-gifting is acceptable. 37% say no way, Jose. And uh, also, and I thought this was really interesting. Who, Which gender do you think is probably more re-gifty? Dudes. I thought the same thing. Huh. No. We are wrong. We are incorrect. The survey found that women are almost twice as likely to give re-gifted presents as men. Mm, I'm, I'm thinking about that. And now I'm kind of formulating right? a reason why. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have Sue on the line. She's Perfect. been patiently late waiting. So let's awesome. get to her. Hello, Sue. And by the way, 651-641-1071 to weigh in. Hi, Sue. Hi. Sue, how do you feel about re-gifting? Oh, I'm totally for it. But there is one caveat caveat you must know okay what is it try not to let the original giver know what you're doing okay so i feel like there's a story associated with this yeah my sister-in-law and i got gifts from my others from one of my sisters i got an electric fry pan and she got one of those knife sets you know like a butcher knife six steak knives you know that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't want no freaking fry pan (laughs) and uh, she's like I want your fry pan. You want my knife set. And we're in the back trying not to let my sister know what's going on. Oh, my gosh. We switched, but guess who caught on Mm -hmm. and had a cow? Oh, no. Of course. But, no, I'm all for regifting. Do it. Especially if you know it's something somebody else wants. Yeah. And why? Because you're saving the whatever amount of money you go buy it, give it to somebody else. Okay, I'm here for this, and I like the way that you just described it. Thank you so much for your call. Um. Yeah, see, that's the thing about it is if you've gotten something that you don't have use for uh, and you know somebody else would love it, then who cares? Who cares how you procured it, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing about regifting. If you receive something, you know, say you get a toaster mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, thanks for the toaster. I already have five. Yeah. But you know someone in your life who would love a toaster. Yeah. Freely give that gifted toaster yes. to someone. However, it cannot be a substitute for an actual gift. So I, that's actually the piece I w- was agreeing with too, Holly is like, that's what I was thinking is like, like, for example, if I got a toast, no, here, I'm going to do it this way. If I got a blender, if I got a good uh, blender, I know Holly Roberts has had her eye on a certain type of blender for a very long time. If I got that blender and I didn't need that blender because I don't need that blender because I got a blender that is a good blender. I would seriously just be like, 
Holly, I, you know what? I got an extra one of these. I don't need it. Would you like it? And I would do that on the Monday after Christmas. Exactly. You know? Right, right. You would just be like, I know that you want this toaster, Colleen, or that you have a need for this toaster. Yes. And I'm just going to freely give it give to you. So it's you. not even a gift. Yes. It's just like, here you go. Yes. And it would not be in substitute of an actual gift that for an I would... actual gift-giving occasion. Exactly. Right. Uh, do we have any other callers on the line? Yeah, let's go to Jenny. All right. Hello, Jenny. Jenny, how do you feel about re-gifting? You know, I think re-gifting... Um, first of all, hi. Thanks. Hi. Yeah, I think re-gifting is great as long as it's still thoughtful to that person. Mm. And, yes. you know, let's take in mind, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle yep. and save money. So if you can reuse something and give that away and you... Just remember to change the tag on the present right. um, so it doesn't say your name. I think it can still be special because it was thoughtful for that person. I like that. Thank you so much for your call. You know, that makes me think of, um, I think I can say this. I think it's been long enough. Uh, for my husband's and my wedding, we got this picture frame that was so ugly. <laughs> And oh, no. it was just, it was just, I can't even describe it. It was, oh, it was very large, like very large. Ooh. And it was cut crystal, oh, which is so just was, not our style. Yeah. I know it's somebody's style. It's just not mine. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. So we hung on to it for a really long time. And it was funny because every once in a while, we'd be like going to a wedding or something. And I'd be like, oh, shoot, I haven't gotten a present yet. Which, by the way, don't even get me started. Don't bring presents to the wedding. Like, have them sent. Just do it that way, please. Um, but I was like, you know, oh, I haven't gotten a present yet. And my husband was like, "We, sh what about that that frame we have? And I, I could not bring myself to re-gift that to somebody. Yeah. Because I was like, then they think I picked that out for them. Oh, <laughs> Right? And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and you're not thinking about the fact that you received the frame as a wedding gift and that it had any kind of sentimental nope. value. You're just no. like, I don't want you to judge no, me because that frame is ugly. You, I'm not going to put this on you to now have to deal with. Uh. And also, like, I don't want you thinking I saw that and thought of you. Oh, oh okay, oh, tragic. You know, know what? Let's let have uh, Kristen have the last Perfect. word on this. Hello, Kristen. Kristen, you'll have the last word on this. How do you feel about re-gifting? Hi, Kristen. Oh, hi. Sorry. No, it's um, okay. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I think it's good, but I'm expanding on Jenny's. My mom received a gift from a friend, and it had the original card in it. So oh. she... And then another cautionary tale, and it's dear friends to this day, I don't think they knew it. They must have re-gifted chocolates because they were old as oh, the hills. So no. my sister opened them up, and it was like, so be really careful if it's chocolates or something perishable, you know, that it, it, it it's obvious even if it doesn't have the note. But, you know, again, sure. If, if, oh, you know, if, my if word. You, if you can do it well, you should do it. I love that. Thank you so much. And that is a good tip. Be aware of what you're re-gifting. Be aware of the tag on it. And by the way, don't re-gift to the person who gifted it to you in the oh, first place. No, I'm getting so much secondhand right? embarrassment Just at the idea thinking of about it. Oh. Right? Oh. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is going to be joining us, telling us what we should be watching this weekend on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is with us on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. 
Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly and I are here with you. And our friend Paul from Paul's Trip to the Movies. Hello, Paul. Hello. It's great to be here. I'm so Hello. glad to have you here. I am going to rearrange all the things you've come to talk about. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I, you know, I, I'm open. We can go Good. in any order. We can talk about stuff that's not even okay. on there. Well, I want to talk about the things that are on there. And uh, like, I want to start with one for personal reasons. And then the second one I want to talk about for personal reasons. Um, but <laughs> I wanted to start with I'm Your Woman, which is on Amazon Prime, because my husband and I watched it last week. Great. And I want to hear your thoughts. Oh, no. Okay, great. No, 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 it's fine. I'm not yeah, testing so... you. Did you like no. it or not? <laughs> I'm just Is kidding. it good? Yeah. Should we watch it? <laughs> you know, so the premise behind this movie, it's, uh, it's a 1970s crime drama. And in it, Rachel Brosnahan stars as the wife of this hitman who suddenly finds herself on the run with her baby when her husband disappears. Mm. So you're going to see Rachel Brosnahan in a very, very different role than we're used to seeing her on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And if you like that kind of 70s crime drama, but you're like, I always see the woman character or the wife character and kind of the damsel in distress, the housewife, director Julia Hart, who wrote and directed this, really puts a fresh spin on that by making her this kind of complicated and force of a woman who really has to adapt and think on her feet every step of the way and really holds her own. Okay, so um, this is where I'm going to just tell you, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it because oh. it was like such great suspense and you yeah. didn't know where it was going to end up. And um, and you saw a transformation of character that was so empowering in a weird, 100%. murdery way. Yes. <laughs> and, that, you know, because her character... Um, has no idea what's happening, where she's going next. That Then the audience is on that ride, too. There were so many twists and turns and reveals that really took me by surprise. And then it kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat with, who is she going to run into next? Who can she trust along the way mm-hmm. as she's trying to figure this out? And this baby... You know, you learn more about the baby throughout the movie, but it's not her biological child. So at right. first, she really doesn't know how to love this child, but then she feels protective over it. And she comes across some really fantastic supporting characters, uh, Cal, who is kind of her bodyguard, and another woman named Terry, played by Marcia Stephanie Blake, who has more of a connection to Jean than Jean realizes. So amazing. Yeah, incredible. And I got to ta- talk to all of these actors and Julia Hart um, as part of the press junket, and it was fantastic just to talk to them, talk to Rachel Brosnahan. And you see, you know, as soon as we think, oh, I've seen this character before from Rachel, or, oh, she, there's a lot of Midge Maisel, not at all. Like, yeah. It's such a different transformation for Rachel that I really love that about this I, character. I, do, I totally agree. In fact, actually, my husband said as we were watching it, he goes, where do I know Rachel Brosnahan from? And I go, she's yeah. Mrs. Maisel. And he was like, no, 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 that, no. You're like, yeah. Yes. And I was like, yeah, actually, yes. It is such a departure from that role that so many people know her in that it just, it, she, and she just like lives into it like so well as an actress. So how many ticket stubs for, for um, I'm Your Woman? Four out of five ticket stubs. Nice. Okay. It's, a, it's a great ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one you can find on Amazon Prime. So the next one I wanted to talk about, for personal reasons, is The Prom, because I have not Uh, watched this one. Okay. 
So this is a big Broadway movie musical adapted from the Broadway musical. And it's about a young high school woman named Emma girl, a uh, high school girl named Emma, who wants to go to the prom with her girlfriend. But then the PTA decides to shut down the prom completely because, heaven forbid, we have gay students at the prom. And kind of upon hearing this news, these four Broadway actors played by Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, Andrew Reynolds, and James Corden decide to swoop in and save the day and attempt to bring the prom back and kind of reinvigorate their careers. Okay, so I will just admit to the fact that everybody on social media seems to be watching this. Oh, and there's a reason for it. Okay, so that's what I wanted to hear. I loved it. Now, I saw the the musical on Broadway. We saw it closing weekend, and you can feel the heart the soul in the musical itself for these messages and then i thought such a strong adaptation for that into it being a movie and ryan murphy is the director of this and i actually feel like he has so much heart and soul put into this material and the messages about love and acceptance and inclusivity that you really feel that and there is kind of a footless footloose vibe to it with with its kind of conservative values and that's things that we can talk about. And it seems like, oh, that wouldn't happen anymore. But it really does. And I think mm-hmm. that's the message that we all need to hear about this. I love this. I love this. And the performances, are they, like, amazing? I mean, uh, the two the two young women, Joe Ellen Pellman and Ariana Bose, are fantastic. They're going to be huge Broadway and, and movie stars. And uh, Ariana was actually in Hamilton, the, the musical on Broadway, and in huh. the Disney Plus version. She will also be in the West Side Story movie. And then Meryl Streep and Nicole Kidman, flawless. Keegan-Michael Key, you may very well be surprised in this movie, too. He is delightful. Carrie Washington is great. The only person I kind of have problems with is James Corden. So this is what um, I've heard. <laughs> this is what I've yep. heard from people. So... He can sing it for sure. And I think that, you know, his character is very openly and flamboyantly gay. So there are so many out actors that should be playing this part instead of James Corden. This is exactly, this is the criticism I heard. Like, people were like, hi, uh, is Nathan Lane not available right now? Or, you know, he could have. Go down the Kylie list. Burgess would have been a great yes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. We, when we need to have more act, we, we need to have more gay actors out playing gay parts. This is a prime example. They should have done that. James Corn did not need to be in this movie. Yeah. And from what I heard, he played it so um, stereotypical. Well, he does. Yes. But that is also the way that the actor on Broadway played it. So he's playing it the way that the character is written and performed by the Broadway actor, but the Broadway actor was gay. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like fine. It'd be like if I was playing a very bro- gay act like character, I think I could get away with it better than a straight actor. Right, right. That's interesting. Okay, so how many ticket stubs for the prom? Four out of five ticket subs for the prom. I hope that when people watch it, they love it, they fall for the messages. And it's a big Broadway musical. Huge dance numbers. I think you and your daughter would absolutely love it. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to keep that in mind. Now, I wanted to make sure we had uh, time for the the last one, a Netflix, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, another stage screen adaptation from one of August Wilson's plays. It starts Viola Davis as the mother of Louise Ma Rady, who goes to Chicago for a recording session. And there she kind of butt heads with her horn player, played by uh, Chadwick Boseman. And it really is this 90-minute, intimate... Uh, if you, so if you saw Fences, it's that same playwright. Mm-hmm. So a lot of look about what what the blues is like. How the, does the plight of the black man infuse the blues music? And how do people tend to take advantage of that? You have Chadwick Boseman giving his 
best performance mm. of his career. And he just emb- embodies this, the musicality of this character so well and just lights up the screen. So there's like the sadness that comes with the movie when you're watching it because he's just phenomenal. Viola Davis, phenomenal. This is what and I it really does still mm-hmm. feel like a play on screen going from one room to the next in the studio. And you can hear the August Wilson language. So if you like dialogue, it's a very dialogue heavy piece because it essentially is a play. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? This is so interesting because uh, the, the last two that you've talked about, The Prom and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, both of those are those stage to screen adaptations. And this is such a thing we are missing right now in life. Oh. The ability to see theater. And even though these are not live theater, they're still going to have that sensibility to them. Right. And so and there's so much that you can learn from both of these pieces. too, And they're both strong stage mm. screen adaptations. And I mean, if we think about Cats last year yeah. or other musicals like the producers that just don't translate to the screen again, these two are both really good adaptations of their original source material. Okay. All right. Well, how many stars for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Four and a half out of five ticket subs for Ma Rainey as well. And that yeah. one we can see on Netflix, right? Yep. It's available today. And we are in the thick of going into Christmas. Massive movies coming out on streaming services, on on demand, yes. that I'm going to have a ton of reviews next week, a ton of really fun interviews as well that I'm so excited for people to watch next week. Okay, well, thank you so much, Paul McGuire Grimes. I will remind everybody to go to Paul McGuire Grimes, Paul's trip to the movies, all of his social media and his YouTube channel to see interviews with a lot of the stars of these uh, movies, and uh, you can learn more there. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, all right. Paul. When Thanks we come for back, having me. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots after this on my talk 1071 dumb people doing dumb things we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer is not with us uh, Holly Roberts and I are here with you Bradley's on vacation uh, and uh, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things we call them crazy stupid idiots They're all- here. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. Oh, those crazy stupid idiots, they're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully they are not looking back at you when you look in the mirror. And oftentimes, we find them in the state of Florida. Where are we going first? We're going to the beautiful state of Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Ohio. All right. So we are going to Columbus, Ohio. How exciting is that? Well, I don't, I can't say I've ever been. I have not been either. I digress. (laughs) Uh, We're going actually to Columbus, Ohio, specifically on Interstate 670 in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Uh, it's an eight-lane highway, Colleen, so it's one of the big interstates in the city. Uh, where during Tuesday's commute, there was a very interesting mode of transportation that was being utilized oh. by a commuter on the interstate in okay. Ohio. Okay, can I guess? Please. Because I always love these, right? Yeah, like yeah. We've had some really bizarre ones. Like one time there was a person who was driving a motorized uh, recliner. 
We've had people what? riding motorized uh, coolers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's not them. Most it's not a, typically, though, we hear about people on riding lawnmowers. You know, Colleen, I'm going to give you a big one of these. <gasps> oh. Because... None of the above. No, on Tuesday in Columbus, Ohio, on I-670, there was a man rollerblading on the freeway. Um, Negative that you can't, number one, okay, I'm not going to say something that I'm going to regret, but sometimes things uh, on wheels are slower than cars and they want to drive in the places where cars are yeah but not only was there a person on rollerblades on an eight lane ohio freeway colleen i want you to open up the story because there's more but wait there's more the person on rollerblades on the freeway oh was in his birthday suit oh my gosh and a panda hat Oh my God. And a panda head. Yep, this guy was. Well, oh my we word! Can, you know, there's there's Schwanz involved uh, in this. So there's dude on the freeway naked wearing a, a. What is he holding? Is that a golf club? What is that? A hockey stick? I feel like it's a golf club or a hockey stick. I'm gonna go with the golf club. So the guy's oh on the side gosh. of the freeway, naked, rollerblading. He wear, lost a bet. Yeah, wearing a panda head, possibly holding a golf club. I hope he has a helmet on underneath his panda head. Yeah, but here's the problem, Colleen. Is that somebody like that, like, I had this, somebody told me this once, a, a surgeon was like, well, okay, you're wearing the helmet, yes. Mm-hmm. But oh. when, you know, the rest of the body, yeah, yeah you know. You don't yeah, want yeah. road rash in certain yeah, areas. Yeah, you don't want road rash in certain areas. Also, you don't want to, like, maybe Walt disney yourself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, the crying with yeah. mm-hmm. Well, now, drivers were honking their horns, trying to get them on the shoulder of the freeway. Uh, we don't know the identity of this individual as of Thursday. Uh, so, this person is out and about. Naked rollerblading wow. in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, by the way, the Ohio Department of Transportation wants to remind everyone that pedestrians are not permitted on interstate yeah. highways. Yeah, especially naked ones. They also wanted to say there are signs posted at all the entrance ramps. Mm-hmm. Oh, my okay. gosh. Mm-hmm. That's not going to stop anybody that you need from doing that. By the way, that you need a sign to remind pedestrians to not rollerblade naked on the highway i mean we got we got a litigious society colleen so you gotta remind people all right goodbye bye okay for our next story where are we in this one i'm not entirely sure oh we're in the uk we're in the uk uh exactly so here's what happened a guy was driving a mercedes on wednesday evening and was pulled over by the police um and when they were pulled over by, I mean, so it was just, you know, routine traffic stop. However, the cop felt like he smelled a familiar smell. Mm-hmm. Uh, that of marijuana. Ah. When they pulled this guy over. And so they searched the vehicle, but they didn't find anything in the vehicle except for the two guys who were in the vehicle. Now, what 
made this a crazy, stupid idiot story is one of, well, I I think both of them did not speak English as a first language. And so they opened up their phone to use the Google Translate, which that's not dumb. That's really smart. Oh, that is really smart. To use the uh, Google Translate to help speak to the officers. And when they picked up the phone to show the translate to the officers, they accidentally flashed the officers a video of a cannabis farm in their phone. Oh, honey. Honey. So the 38-year-old and 22-year-old <laughs> in the car were arrested on suspicion of production of a Class B drug because that was their cannabis farm that was in that video. I'm really confused, though, I suppose, because it's in the UK and they spell things with you and yep. they call trucks lorries mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. That they would be able to arrest these guys based on that photograph. Because the obvious alibi is like, no, dude, I took a screenshot of this. It's just a video of a farm. It's just a video of a farm. There must have been enough to go on. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, those two guys. I mean, that'll... Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. It's like, that's why you have to be very careful Mm -hmm. when you hand your phone to somebody else. Because of all the photos... Yes. That are on your screen. Yes. Now, they may be herny photos. I don't know. You might play like that. Whatever you get into. <laughs> Whatever you get into. Mm-hmm. Mine's just mostly embarrassing screenshots of Looney Tune cartoons. And <laughs> like, that's so incriminating. That. Well, I'm. it's just, it's not a sexy look anyway. It's not a good it's look. Not a good look. <laughs> Can we go to Alabama? Alabama. Woohoo! Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Ooh. California, Colorado, Connecticut. Can you do the whole thing? No. Okay. I cannot do the whole 50 nifty United States. Okay. (laughs) But we're going to Rainsville, Alabama. uh, And uh, we are going to go uh, to a place. Now, I don't want to tell you the place in Rainsville, but I do want to first tell you what was happening. Is it like medieval times or something? (laughs) No. Actually, it would have probably behooved this person if they were doing this at a medieval time. So uh, an employee working at this facility was arrested because uh, and suspended without pay after the discovery of an illegal wine operation Mm. where this person worked. So they were making a little hooch. They were doing a little moonshine uh, where they were working. Now, it's where... So, yeah, okay, so you're making your own bath stuff, yep. whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, people do it. Mm-hmm. You're Bath-tub not supposed gym. to. Not mm-hmm. gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Not, not gonna do it. Don't do it. But it's where this person was doing their illegal winemaking that is just no thank you, ma'am. Okay. Please play the at-home game and try to guess... Where the illegal hooch was oh, being brewed. in their toilet. Well, close, but not quite. Uh. Actually, this employee was brewing illegal wine at the Rainsville Wastewater Treatment Plant. <gasps> no, ishy, ishy. <laughs> I mean, that's worse than a toilet. <laughs> so there was an employee at the Rainsville Wastewater Treatment Plant that, that now so has been suspended without pay because they were making illegal wine at the facility. Oh, my goodness. That is disgusting. That is gross. That is so gross. Because, you know, here's the thing. You're going to apply some logic, some light logic to the story. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, okay, I want my illegal hooch. Here's my jug. This jug did the water. 
come pre or post treatment. Oh, so gross. We oh don't gosh. know. You I don't mean, know. I hope you can taste the difference, but who wants to try? <laughs> I don't feel like illegal wine Yikes. made in the basement of a wastewater treatment plant. If you're drinking that, Mm-mm. I don't really think that you're looking for the bouquet in that at all. You're like, mm, okay, I, I, I taste uh, uh, Tuscan sunshine, uh, the um, the drift of the Ugh. sea salt, and turds. Yuck. Turds. Okay, so be also be careful who you buy your moonshine from. Yeah, I mean, or th- just don't buy moonshine. I was gonna say, like, we- just <laughs> go to the liquor store. It's perfectly legal. I love it when we always try to apply I know. some crazy, stupid, idiot logic, logic to yeah. this. Like, hey, if you're gonna be an idiot, why don't you try to be an idiot this way? Let's just like not do it, be an do idiot. Do it better, guys. Yeah, <laughs> just do better. Just do better. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a game to play. We are uh, we've brought Rocco in to pretend he's Bradley today. While we play a little game on the Colleen and Bradley show that we like to call the Throwback Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 107.1. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit Shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 